0: This is Reginald Kuakaru, founder of Kemetic Centered Living. In this video series, I'm going to break down the esoteric meaning of some of the familiar biblical symbolism that we know as historical. It's not meant to be a debate about the historicity of Jesus or the Bible. It's an entry point for those of you who are beginning to grasp that there is more to spirituality than what you are taught as a Christian and recognizing that you are gods and goddesses in training. The original information that became part of the Bible was passed along in the oral traditions on the continent of ancient Africa for thousands of years and evolved into the mystery schools of ancient Egypt. The information in the books of the Bible was never intended to be written down. It was a break in ancient African oral traditions. What we have in the Bible is secret knowledge that was esoterically coded for the eyes and ears of initiates to hear and see in ancient mystery plays. The myths, metaphors, allegories, and many components of these stories represented ancient African knowledge of metaphysical formulas and universal laws in a rich symbolic language that began with the meterneter or hieroglyphs as most of us know them today. With that said, the Bible becomes more valuable to us as metaphor and allegory than any historical narrative. That's part of what you'll see as we go along in this series. This is not in any way meant to be exhaustive. The symbols, allegories, myths, and metaphors in the Bible are a fringe aspect of the original comedic knowledge and information. Now, this is not meant to be an insult, but you can think of the Bible as more like cliff notes for elementary school. But more importantly, this knowledge is a basic entry point for you to learn skills and processes to help you tap into the universal laws so that you can master them with application and practice. This knowledge is only the tip of the iceberg to deeper knowledge that you can learn and use so that you can live life unapologetically, authentically, and on your terms let's get started alright so let's talk about the hidden esoteric meaning of the virgin birth and Christ you will first have to learn the esoteric or hidden vocabulary the biblical language was deliberately coded the knowledge that's in the Bible was not necessarily meant to be public knowledge understanding the esoteric meaning of to die death, and dying is critical to develop an esoteric understanding of the Bible scripture and symbolic understanding of the Jesus stories and miracles. When you do, you will get a glimpse into the practical application and secret messages that are being relayed about the human condition. A shift you'll need to make to understand the Egyptian way of thinking is that the soul is the primary actor in many of its spiritual teachings. Those that came through into the biblical Gospels share that same perspective. The Gospels were simply translations the Greeks used to express ancient Egyptian teachings on the workings of the universe and nature in allegory and symbolism. In most cases, the Bible story or the miracle is not the message you're supposed to receive or worship. It's the esoteric information that's underneath the story as symbolic representations that will be much more relevant and applicable even today. The idea of Jesus dying on the cross is actually the ancient Kemetic esoteric science teachings of how all souls become human. In other words, there's a metaphysical world that precedes our physical world in which the consciousness and energy of souls reside. In that world, a soul is omniscient and omnipresent. Spirit or energy can never be destroyed. It can only change forms. The soul does not go away. It changes states in human form. Many today believe that the physical world is all there is. There's nothing after death or before we're born. That's not how the ancient Egyptians believed. Their entire cosmology is foreign to the average person. Therefore, in order to grasp the allegories and esoteric meaning of the Bible, you must understand the theology and cosmology from the perspective of those that taught it. This is another paradigm shift that you'll need to make in order to grasp the hidden truths in the Bible. If you come to this knowledge... From a modern materialist, historical, and exoteric religious perspective, you'll not be able to grasp the deeper knowledge that's being taught here. When you look at the Bible stories from the ancient viewpoint and origins, the words death and dying are not about a physical death. These coded words are about the state of a soul as it descends into matter or the physical body. 20th century lecturer and writer Alvin Boyd Kuhn confirmed this fact in his book Lost Keys to Scriptures, where it gives you the esoteric meaning of the terms death, to die, and dying. He states, it was the soul, not body, that met crucifixion and death. The mortal body, named variously Sodom and Egypt, is itself the cross, on whose forearms." the Christ's soul is crucified. In other words, when the soul is born in flesh, it is a symbolic crucifixion. More explanation on the crucifixion a little later. In ancient Kemetic science, there are three levels of the individual soul. The animal ka, or the body, the intermediate ka, the Osiris, and the higher ka, which is the God self, that's outside of physicality. Which is an aspect of the soul that retains its omniscient and omnipresent awareness. It's the job of the Osiris or the intermediate aspect of the soul to elevate the awareness of the lore or animal ka and connect it to the higher ka. When this is done, the animal ka will be enlightened and surrender to the guidance of the higher ka. According to the ancient Egyptians, the reason all souls incarnate is analogous to playing a game. The game is to see if you, the soul, or the Osiris, can raise the level of awareness of the animal ka or ego consciousness as we might call it today. I'm going to use this backdrop and understanding to break down for you the esoteric meaning of the birth of Jesus to the Virgin Mary. I'll say again that this is a very complex science that I'm going to boil down into a few key points to help you grasp the esoteric vocabulary and the true practical knowledge beneath the story. The comedic science is still more profound and complex, even today. So here we go. The story of the virgin birth is actually an allegory about the journey of the soul from the metaphysical into the physical. Again, in Lost Keys to Scripture, Alvin Boykoon states, This death is precisely what the divine soul suffers upon and through its descent into the human body. So again, the story was originally not about a physical death. It's a metaphorical death. In other words, when the soul forgets who it is, it's like death. I know technically that's a simile, but I hope you can understand what I mean. So again, the term death in the Bible is not a physical death. It's a metaphorical or analogous expression of the state of the soul that has descended into a physical body. It's comedic spiritual science. When born into physical matter, four elements had to be present. The ancients called them fire, earth, air, and water. These are not to be taken literally. These elements are analogous, but even the analogies have levels of symbolic meaning. If you study this knowledge more in-depth, you'll find that metaphor, analogy, symbolic, and allegory were prime ways to communicate these ideas. That's because oftentimes they had to find a way to express metaphysical knowledge through our physical senses. As stated in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, He who talks does not know. He who knows does not talk. The highest knowledge is unutterable. For it exists as an entity in lanes which transcend all material words. That means that there is an inner spiritual experience that words cannot express or explain. That means a lot of our spiritual experience is individually experiential. That means that the ancients had to try and connect the students prior knowledge to help them understand the new knowledge. The symbolic language was to guide your intuition not to dictate what or how you should think or give you an interpretation. The ancient Egyptians wanted the initiates to make intuitive connections that would reveal even deeper unspoken knowledge, knowledge that words and physical experience just couldn't express. For them, this revealed or revelatory knowledge is the goal that's most valuable to developing a soul. In this way, you use the intellect of the brain to take you deeper into your intuitive inner mind. For the ancient Egyptians, truth was found via inner revelation, not reasoning. This is why it's so crucial to understand the difference between belief and knowing. Belief is about reasoning. Belief is about an opinion that you have about somebody else's spiritual experience. This inner knowing is the foundation of the Greek concept of gnosis. The idea of inner knowing and revelation was a huge problem for the church. It was one of the main reasons for them coming up with the Bible. They didn't want individuals coming up with their own ideas on truth. They wanted uniform beliefs and ideology, hence the dogma we have within the Christian religion today. One way the ancient Egyptians represented the four elements needed to have any soul become material or physical is with a cross. Again, the science of the cross is a lot more complex than what I'm explaining here. A more profound, comedic, esoteric understanding is that Jesus didn't die on the cross, Jesus, or the soul within mankind, is the cross. In other words, The crossing of elements needed for a soul to incarnate and bring you to life. So in ancient times, they viewed matter as sort of a container for the soul. The esoteric meaning for matter is mother. But why? Because the soul descends into the earth plane to learn from its experiences while human. Therefore, matter becomes like a container. Or more specifically, a womb for a growing soul that is learning and progressing. The esoteric metaphor for matter became mother. Mother or matter became the womb for a developing and growing soul. Just like it does for a baby. If the Osiris aspect didn't develop and help the physical being become conscious of its soul at some point, the body becomes its tomb. And that person would remain dead or in a state of unawareness. The difference between womb and tomb was a matter of perspective and acquired wisdom. This is why it's so important to embrace the experiences of life. All of them. Because through those experiences, you, the soul, is in the womb of learning. Through your experience will come the revelations of wisdom that will be specific to you and what is needed for your guidance. You may not verbally be able to explain your inner experience. That does not negate your experience. Just like saying that Jesus is not historical doesn't negate a Christian's experience, although they will argue that every single time. Arbitrarily avoiding life experiences because you've deemed them right and wrong will stunt your growth and wisdom. No, I'm not advocating deliberately doing wrong or doing people wrong. I know some simpletons will jump on that and want to nullify everything I say, so don't go there. Do you or have you known someone that has lived a sheltered life and lack common sense and knowledge about the world and how to operate in it? That's analogous to Christian living. It's like, just avoid life and you'll be okay. But the truth is, what we avoid can be the catalyst for a revelation, which is a lesson for the soul. So the ori of the story of Jesus and the virgin birth can be found in the ancient spiritual science of Kemet. We know the esoteric language because the Greek Gnostics preserved it. It's actually teaching in esoteric language a universal principle. And that esoteric principle of the virgin birth is teaching us that matter or the human body and its experiences is where the soul will grow consciously and gain wisdom. So the idea of Jesus dying on the cross and a virgin birth are actually the science of a soul descending into matter, not a miracle, not a flesh and blood individual that was special above all others. The truth of the esoteric science becomes more powerful than the historical narrative when you apply this knowledge. The universal soul is the real life being expressed as the story of Jesus in the gospels. The virgin birth is the story of you as a soul being born into the underworld of earth. The truth is that as souls, you, me, and everyone all died on the cross to be made flesh. Everything in our universe died on the cross in order to exist physically. According to Kemetic Science, our physical universe is the result of metaphysical properties that have to interact or cross with each other. So again, for clarity, on one level, the idea of Jesus being born to the virgin mother is simply expressing the death of the soul that has to be born into the physical body. Physical matter is the mother, or womb, for the developing soul. Human experience can be food for the developing soul. What are you going through in life right now? Did you lose a job? Having a hard time making rent? Your man or woman leave you high and dry? These seemingly tragic events are all part of you as a soul developing in the womb of life. These tragic events can be the manure that buries you in the tomb or the fertilizer that is a catalyst for you to grow. It's all about mindset when it really comes down to it. That moment you figure it out and the light comes on, that's when you become your own Christ. You gain wisdom. You endured and is born again. There's a scripture that says the Son of God gave his life so that mankind may live abundantly. Which could also mean the wisdom of God gave itself so that you could figure it out and live abundantly. In the ancient comedic way, both would be valid revelations. Christianity made Jesus the exception when the story is really about all of humanity and the possibilities of growing in wisdom within each of us. The truth is, a historical view of this beautiful and powerful knowledge traps you into a world of fear, helplessness, and self-hatred. Esoterically speaking, you as a soul died on the cross to become human and live in the underworld of Earth. You gave up your under awareness as a soul so that you, the physical person, may live or be animated into this playground called life. The higher self is wanting you to surrender to its guidance. When you do, the flesh becomes the womb. Life becomes enjoyable because you begin to live in the flow of life rather than trying to dictate everything through your will. That becomes stressful and exhausting. Now, don't get stuck on Jesus and miss everything else I've taught here. The point being, there's more. This is only the tip of a vast iceberg of knowledge. When you truly grasp this knowledge, you'll know that it will help you unlearn the old negative programming. And at the same time, you learn as a god and goddess in training how to create on this plane of existence. This knowledge was intended to be a life hack, not idols to worship. It goes way beyond trying to be holy, righteous, and not trying to mess up. It's about how you can create and live life boldly, authentically, unapologetically, and on your terms. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe, like, and share with anyone that will be consciously elevated and vibrationally uplifted by this.